Welcome to Sharkcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's works and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is Ian. Hey, I'm Weary Rider. Also joining me is a creeper named Evgeny because he's staring at his camera so weirdly. Because before we started, he was laughing, and I'm like, no, you should, like, look at the camera when we're about to start. And then he's like... I mean, I followed the yeah, instructions. I yeah, I definitely need to be more clear with instructions. Uh, oh, also, Look, what's your you, handle? Uh, it is Argent. You had to think about that way too much. Also joining me... <laughs> no, 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 here, no, okay. no. Shut up, that's that's great. She's get a girl. Um, no, I, I have an intro for is... her. <laughs> The reason I thought about it is because I'm also doing this stupid thing where I have a glove on my safe hand, even though <laughs> men don't have a safe hand. And so you said handle, and I was trying oh. to figure out a way to sag oh. into hand, but it didn't it's, work. It's a so. lot better when you explained what you were trying to do later. Like that That's the best kind of comedy. Look, I am I am adjacent to a divine god beam. Leave me alone. <laughs> Someone's very offended because you said that. <laughs> um, I like how you're not, uh, you know, traditional Voren roles, you know, gender roles. No, yeah, no. I I figure if Dalinar is able to learn how to read and write, then I can I can keep my left hand warm. I mean, you are in Chicago. Also <laughs> joining me from a place where there is not snow currently is Grace. Hello, I'm the amazing Gator Girl. The amazing Gator Girl. Oh, wow. And you're also in your natural habitat, which when we recorded audio podcasts, we got used to this background, but none of, none of the viewers have seen this background for you yet. No, and you can all uh, look at the books and see if you get details and judge me for them in the comments. Yes. And Oh, I felt defending Elysium. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and here's my leather bound. Hey. Although by the time this airs, most people will have their leather bound. So that's not really let's check the status on my leather bone oh great uh also oh i'm chaos nope. also uh we are now using discord so if you have complaints about the audio quality hashtag blame discord easy um also i can adjust people's audio levels now if they're being too soft or too loud it's great I feel like Discord has become very common for things such as this. So I don't know. I have bad. used Skype for many years, and for some reason, Argent's super quiet, so I had to ridiculously enhance his levels, whereas in Skype, he's always the loudest person ever. You're so also a curmudgeonly old man, so... Yeah, I don't know. Um... So today, guys, we are going to talk about some more Skyward Words of Brandon. Uh, and, save us. And so remember the last episode when I said there would probably just be one more Skyward Tour Words of Brandon episode? I lied. Well, technically true. Tour in Idaho Falls. Whoa, uh, Grace, can you repeat what you just said? Because you got super robot-y. Uh, technically, that's true. We're going to have one tour episode and one Idaho Falls episode. What the f***? 
<laughs> Sorry, I, I don't know why you're suddenly becoming a robot. Uh, let's, let's. Okay, like pretty much all of you are robots. <laughs> yeah, that's because that's your internet right now. That's weird. Okay, take okay. three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, technically, true, but oh, no. we're doing one. <laughs> <laughs> why? Discord does not like the word technically. <laughs> it was it was fine. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Take four. Let's... Final take. If it's robot, it is. Okay. It just without without the word technically. Yeah, just don't say the word technically. That's right. Because oh, no. one of these will be an Idaho Falls signing episode. Oh. God, it's so bizarre. It starts off as as Robotti, and then it it fixes itself. Can you just like cobble all of those takes together? And just, like, <laughs> one thing. You know what? I probably could. I probably could. You're you're right, Robot Grace. Uh, <laughs> it is an Idaho Falls signing. We'll we'll see if I can edit your you being robot-y uh, together because that took you four tries and every time you sounded robot-y. Oh, we I, need, I need we to need hear what robot Grace sounds like. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Discord's great, guys. Discord's amazing. Except, except when Discord it's... just had issues today. Yeah, Discord's great. So you know what? You might get some robot Grace. You might get robot lots of us. That's that's just. That's just how, how it's going to be today, guys. All right. And also in the last two episodes, I didn't change the scene, so I couldn't display words of Brandon. And look at me as we go into wob mode. Whoa. 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 Now we're here. I, I didn't know which corner of the thing I was in, so I... I well, right now it. you're in a row, so... Oh, we're... Oh, we're yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, hello, we're the Brandon. Oh, oh. <laughs> All right, let's sa save us from our seven minutes of nonsense that we've started this show with. I promise we're not deliberately padding these words of Brandon episodes. That is not we true. It's This is just the schedule. We haven't done this for a while. That's true. So. That's true. This is the first one we've recorded since uh, State of Sanderson uh, when that came out. So... We're, we're, we're getting back into it. We needed to do some scheduled banter, okay? You know? Okay, so we're starting with Chicago. Oh, yeah. You guys, so hey, you we'll guys, probably you guys get wanna, some... You guys want to see Chicago? <laughs> I thought we were ending the scheduled banter. I didn't oh, know Chicago was blur. just a bright white light. I didn't know that, actually. See, no, that's... It's just evidence. Oh, Chicago's metal that Steelheart turned the city into. Yeah, right, right, right. It's just, it's just uh, going off that glare. Uh, also, it's okay. It's it's two p.m. Um, eventually, I'll show you Chicago. Okay, you're you're just gonna be Robot Gator today, so that's fine. Already, and take us in. Mecha Gator. Mecha Gator. Online. <laughs> Online. Okay. So to finally get us started. Yes. This questioner asks, in Arcanum Unbounded, you have a map of the universe, and specifically they know of a certain star system called the SCAR. Uh, mind explaining a little bit. Brandon, you can see it from several of the planets in the sky, which that's not explaining a whole lot, and it's also yeah. not a star system. 
Welcome to Shardcast Criticizes Your Words of Brandon. I mean... Dear questioner, if you ask this question, Ian hates you. It's, in, it's an inaccurate question. Are you, uh, are you calling our listeners dumb? No, I'm calling them inaccurate. <laughs> and their Reddit usernames are hard to pronounce. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the scar's weird, uh, but yeah, I feel like we won't hear about this until, like, Mistborn Era 4. What's up with that? Yeah. Personally? Yeah. I am, yeah, the scar is, it, it, it's fine. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, and, I'm sure something's gonna happen there eventually, or has happened there at some point in the past, but it's like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. But th- this really doesn't tell us anything we didn't already know. That's right. Yeah. 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 How about we, we talk about some more space, then? And, space! Uh, we we already space! talked about the space whales, though. We did, we did. I love the space whales. Uh, okay. But the question is not about space whales; it's about Skyward. <laughs> How many years in the universe has passed between the short story and the novel? Centuries. For for what? Brandon. For what novel? Skyward. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was too busy making whale noises <laughs> to pay attention. <laughs> so I just wanted to make have the listeners. I mean, I, I understand. I understand. Yeah, yeah they were very exciting. Ma- making whale noises is important. <laughs> that's that's an integral part of this show. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so centuries between uh, defending Elysium. Uh, that centuries and... seems short to me. I mean. They have to make the ancient city, the ancient world of Detritus, and for it to actually be ancient and uh, long abandoned before they get there. I yeah, mean, I, I feel ancient like can... is not a technical term. I know. Well, actually, it is, but like in this circumstance, it's like more than three hundred years, though. It's not like the after defending Elysium. It's like you know what's the first thing we're gonna do? We're gonna go to Detritus and build a giant Dyson sphere thing, and then, then we will conquer all the aliens. Then we're going to abandon that place, and then. Later, we're going to come back. Like, it's got to be like a I thousand I will also years. say centuries could be nine centuries. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I feel like centuries can work up until like 2,000 years. Okay. Yeah. I guess. I, I think guess. the important thing is that it's not decades and it's not millennia. Yeah. 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 I guess. Cool. Why don't we why don't we buzz in the next question? All right. So this questioner asked, "Is the phone company still a thing?" Brandon responded, "They are still around, and I plan to at least have cameos." Interesting. Now, is this just a cameo of the phone company or certain members of the phone company that we already yeah, know? Yeah, Grace. What do you think? Well, I mean, at the time of defending the main phone company, over a hundred years old, and we don't know how their like anti-aging stuff is. So yeah, that's true. They uh they have some uh some moisturizer. Very good. I like how you just have that on your desk. Yeah, he he does not fit traditional gender roles, Argent. No, no, it's it's my my gloves. Got to moisturize, and my moisturizer. I also have uh, this this 
Sweat defense. Why do you have that on your desk? <laughs> Don't worry about it. I haven't left this desk in 5,000 years. <laughs> I, ha I have a dollar. You guys want to see my dog? No, I no, not when you say it like that. No, I don't. I got a dollar. I got a dollar. I got a dollar. Hey, hey, hey. What did you think I was gonna show you? <laughs> you want to show me? You want to see my dollar? Like, no, I'm good actually. Next question. Moving on. Next question. I've studied aerospace medicine, so I wondered, Kaladin, is this shard plate going to have special properties that are going to help for very high altitude travel? Brandon, let's just say the fact that his two surges have to do with pressure and with gravity. Let's just say that's on my mind. Yeah. And that's not the first question we've seen um, that talks about windrunners and windrunning in space. Space runner. Space. Um, you can meet a space whale. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and the space whale is going to be bonded to a spren. And so... You're not gonna. You can't have Rashadium in space. You need a different mount. <laughs> that would be more like space dolphins. Yes. And so Kaladin. Yeah. And all the Windrunners will ride a space whale. What if they? What if there's? What if the space whales are dragons, and then they do a bond with a dragon? Sure, I buy it. I'm okay with that. This questioner asks. Did the physical, spiritual, and cognitive realms exist before Adenalsium split? Brandon, they did. In fact, if you ever get a hold of Dragonsteel, which I don't let a lot of people read because it's got big spoilers and it doesn't really work anymore, it was one of the early books I wrote, it is the prelude to the Cosmere. The opening chapters are in a classroom where someone is learning about the three aspects, so yeah. That is, that is so telling and not showing and like classic fantasy hey i need to info dump yes on my readers yes yeah yeah right, so right. yeah we're exactly gonna, we're gonna put somebody in a classroom yeah and we're gonna tell them about it i don't i don't know if i'm in the minority with but i just love i love those scenes in books where the I student mean, is just sitting there like i mean notes. so do i but I, I love the world building. Yes. Um, no, no, I, I just love it for the experience because I like magic school type stories. Oh, okay, sure, sure. See, uh, this word of Brandon, I am so confused as to where Dragonsteel Prime is supposed to be set in the Cosmere. Because if you, if you guys don't know, this is public knowledge here. Brandon was wrote Dragonsteel Prime. Then late, and Dragonsteel Prime was supposed to be five books. Five. Then later, he's like, I'm going to write Dragonsteel, the Liar of Partnell. And then the second book of that was supposed to be Dragonsteel, the Light Weaver of Wrens. And those were going to be prequels to the main Dragonsteel sequence. And so I always thought Liar of Partnell was when, you know, that's origin, Ho Hoid origin story, right? And uh, that's when the shattering occurred. And so Dragonsteel Prime's after the shattering. But this wob makes it sound like it doesn't. And I'm just, I don't even know what's going on anymore. I yeah. don't waste a lot of time thinking about Dragonsteel. Because it's so in flux. Yeah. 
I, like we'll, we'll we'll find out in like four of the years. I'm like so confused that I don't even know what the big spoilers are in it, because I'm more just confused than like, oh yeah, these stunning revelations. Well, I'm sure I'm sure some things in in various versions of Dragon Steel will become relevant. Yeah, in future yeah. Cosmere books, like when, when Dragon Steel was actually released. So yeah, there are technically spoilers, but we just don't know what they are. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I probably shouldn't get into that. No, you probably shouldn't. I definitely should not. What I will get into is this Kandra, qu Kandra question. When a Kandra is born, how long would it take them to reach maturity? Longer than a human normally would take, says Brandon. It would depend on a couple of factors, such as how soon they're given spikes and things like that. So it sounds like Chandra age differently from Mist Wraiths, perhaps. Mm, is that what so that means? I I think that's what that implies. Because if the timing of the granting of the blessings matters, like if you give if you give the spikes to a young Mist Wraith, hmm. then they presumably kind of turn into a young Chandra. But if you give them to an old, kind of mature mistrate, they're not going to turn into a like a a fully aware and right, capable right. Chandra. Right. They still need to go through a learning process. But I feel like that amount of learning is not going to be as much as in the first case. Alternatively, it could be that a younger mistrate can adapt to the spikes more quickly than an older Chandra. That uh, seems older more likely, yeah. It's like how children can learn languages more, I mean, maybe. more easily than adults. Maybe, but misrates are... They, they spend a lifetime just eating bodies and, and recreating their own bodies into various shapes, which is something, something Kandra do a lot as well. So a more experienced misrait, like that kind of... <laughs> muscle memory <laughs> uh, <laughs> might, might translate well <laughs> it was good it was good you can't silence me I mean actually I can but <laughs> literally <laughs> I'm can. the one recording this so you know what Damn. boiled boiled again <laughs> this is interesting to me because I think we argued in one of the earlier episodes about like when Palm would be like sapient and ready to go. And I don't know. I I always got the impression from Hero of Ages that the even like like the younger generations, they were like way less capable than the older generations. Like by a lot. Well the first one definitely, because they were they were very stuck in their human mentality. Yeah. With with generations after the first, I feel like it's a matter of practice and experience, not so much like physiology. And so you you have, you know, with with once you go into something like the sixth generation and the seventh generation and something like that, all those those rebellious youngsters they change bodies all the time, they they experiment, they have funky true bodies made of weed. They Okay. I mean 
artistic interpretation of the text. Um, they would be the ones that kind of break through the previously established limitations and understanding of how things work and so on. So I don't, I don't, I don't think it's an age thing. Plus, mm. Dan Soon is kind of old now, and and he's 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 bowling. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just saying, like, I I always got the impression that like it would take like a century for a Chandra to like really like be able to be in their own. I I can buy that. I can see that. Yeah. But like maybe that was more a function of like more a function of how the Chandra were trained in the Chandra homeland than like necessarily a physiological thing that's like, oh, this is just how we've always done things. Maybe. I mean, we do see a group of like the most recent generation in Hero of Ages and they're just blobs rolling around. Yeah, I forget. I forget specifically what uh they because when they gain the spikes, they kind of forget how the natural instincts of being a mistwraith. Yeah, right, right, right. And have to yeah, relearn right, how right. to do everything. Right, right. Yes. Okay. So this next questioner asked, I noticed that the third ideals have a similar theme to them. Is that intentional? Brandon. They do. That is intentional. They won't all exactly go along those lines, but I'm trying to theme them as best I can in groups. So all the first ones, all the second ones, particularly a lot of the third ones have a similar hmm. those I hate or even those I'd rather not listen to. Brandon, watch for more of that. It seems to me that a lot of the second ideals are kind of reiterations of the qualities that attracted the spread in the first place. Sure. Okay. Yeah. As the the third ideal is kind of qualifying that to be more specific. Right. That makes sense. It does. It's also kind of weird, right? Because if you if you make an oath to protect even those uh to to, to protect those who cannot protect themselves, presumably even the ones you hate would be included in that. Technically, yes. Whether or not you fully understand Yeah, that like it, yeah. it's a qualification oath. about does it, understanding. Does it, really, does it really deserve a third oath, though? Like, Clearly. Obviously it does. Clearly. <laughs> that was <laughs> It's it's something both of the Windrunners we've seen swear it struggled with a lot, so. Yeah, because yeah, it's just like, oh, I'm going to protect people. It's like, oh, wait, I have to protect even people I don't like. Yeah. Otherwise, what's the point? Right. It, it's like, the second ideal is like, swearing to this like nebulous idea, and the third ideal is grounding it to a certain extent. Yeah. I mean, maybe. It's, it's just... I mean, obviously, that's how it works, right? We've seen it in the <laughs> book, but it, yeah. it, it feels like all the third ideals we've seen are ideals that... Like, they don't deserve to be ideals on their own. They need to be the spread going, hey, hold up, I found a loophole in the second ideal. Can we talk about this real quick? <laughs> I mean, we really don't know how the odes emerged at this point very true yeah like so it could be as simple as like the spread realizing oh wait there's a loophole here we need, we need to, to make that. them swear it specifically <laughs> very important <laughs> that's actually a really good question like how the yeah. oaths 
came to be. I mean, Ishar is yeah. like, yeah. I'll yeah. I'll mess you up. Yeah. And thrust and or order upon the third reminders, right? Yeah. yeah. The oaths are all about growth. So if there's something that is an important moment of growth for every knight in the order, it makes sense that it would be an ideal. And I thought growth was just one surge. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> Progression is a surge. You're welcome. Growth is not. You're welcome. It's an um, Do we know if early surge binders had the oaths, or did that did they only emerge when the Knights Radiant were founded? I feel like surge binders existed and the oaths were later. I feel like pre-Knights Radiant surge binders were basically kind of like at Zeth's level. You know? Like they could do Zethy things. Uh, I, d I don't know how Maybe, they would yeah. access their power, and, like, we see, like, in that Nohadon vision that, like, Alakavish, you know, like, the, the power was, you know, very flashy even still. Uh, but yeah. I feel like, you know, the Radiants now are very, a lot more powerful than those Surge Binders, and, like, they didn't have blades and, and stuff. Nale. Uh -huh. Yes, I'm still on Nale. Uh -huh. uh, I'm in Edge Dancers, like the greater power implicit in the oath, yeah, or something along the lines. Yeah, so, like there's something special about the oath. Yeah, maybe there is. There is something there. Maybe like the way it worked was in order to like structure the radiance. Ishar like talked to Honor, and then they like kind of adapted things. It's like okay, you can you can get like more of this power out. But you gotta go through the, these process because, like, when when that's not regulated, that's bad. Or, well, even that could be it. Yeah, even with the heralds, right? The mm -hmm. surges destroyed Ashen, right? Yep. In some respects, yeah. there is. Um, I've been re-listening to Oathbringer. I finished a couple of weeks back, and one of the things that I noticed that didn't make as much of an impression on me the first time around was when um when Kaladin is on the on honor's path on the honor's friend ship yep um and he's mm -hmm. talking to i think it's one of the honor's friends yes. possibly the miss friend but i think one of the honor's friends i think one of the honor's friends um and, and the friend's like yeah uh without mm -hmm. honor to oh the radiants are returning without honor to check your power i think regulate was the word wasn't it it may have been regulate, yeah. Things may get messed up. Yeah. Uh, so we haven't seen all that we can see from from Radiance and, and Surge Binders. I mean, even <laughs> Honor was worried about the Radiance, even still, right? He, he was worried about it when he was alive. He, he was going insane, right? But he was worried about the power of the Surges. Yeah. 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 And I wonder, because we've seen Stormfather go, these words are accepted multiple times. Right, yeah. So do we think Honor did that when Honor was around? That seems likely, yeah. Yeah, so like yeah that's that sounds sort of like likely. the regulation. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So I, hadn't, I hadn't thought perhaps, of that, but yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Because um, that's, that's not, like, the Stormfather has no ability to accept oaths in his capacity. As as a spread of the high storm, right? But as a remnant but, of honor, 
yeah, he must be doing that because he's got honors so juice in him. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it was a matter of the heralds talking to honor and them like, yo, we last time we surges were in the hands of humans. That did not work out so well. Let's, uh, cause they were surprised about surge grinders, right? So yeah, you would want them regulated. So they're not going to destroy another planet. Seems good. I wonder how they messed up Ashen. And well, like how did them accessing the surges even work on Ashen? Right? Like how did that well, even work? That, that, that I'm not, that I'm not so, I mean, I am interested in it, but it, it, it's not, I'm not shocked that they were able to do that. Like I can just accept that at, at a face value. Yeah. There was a shard there. Um, yeah, the fact that they're all in the same solar system means that they can access the same-ish powers, whatever. I, I can accept that. But to to turn Ashen from presumably like a normal-ish looking planet, something like Bolst, Katasendri, Skadriel, yeah. to, to the thing we've seen in the Silence Divine yeah, read right. with like lava flowing and, and volcanoes and chunks of rock just being ripped out and flying cities hello gravitation surge there's, there's actually wonder... a really cool quote in one of these two episodes about uh the flying cities i'm very excited about that one actually and so i i do wonder how a bunch of people like even on the power level of a night radiant can can do this much damage like because presumably they didn't do this intentionally like they didn't go out with the purpose, okay, we're gonna mess up this world. Right, yeah, of course. Yeah. They they broke some balance there. I mean, how did the shattered planes get created? That's another huge question. Not by the fused. We explicitly know I, not the fused. Nope. I would not be surprised if it was by an extremely similar or the same method as Ashen being destroyed. I think that's very likely. Dawn Shard? Dawn Shards. That's the yeah, yeah. Shattered place is is one of those things where, because it's a question that we didn't know the answer to that was posed to us so early. Yeah. In the books, it kind of flies under the radar every now and then. Yeah. Uh, and then you read the books and I'm like, wait, wait, we we still don't know how that happened. It must be like some Dawn Shard stuff with the surges and like we needed Oathbring. We couldn't get the answer in Oathbringer because we need the reveal that like. Oh no no no! The surges are really dangerous. You know, like there's there's some it's like a big deal, uh, and I, I feel like we will we have to we have to learn how the shattered planes happened. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. But it is weird mm -hmm. because now we've kind of moved away from the shattered planes, so it's like how will that be relevant? You know. I mean, whatever the the dawn shards become, yeah, relevant, or or the history of you know on Ashen. That's another place. Yeah. Back five. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Let's go to the next question. That was a lot of things about, hey, let's group ideals. <laughs> yeah. All right. Questioner. When you transfer divine breath, is it possible to have it result in something other than healing? Brandon, lots of things are possible. Let's just say that that is not something people know how to do. And they have tried to do something else. Okay. Um, wasn't there a similar question at an earlier signing 
where so. Brandon talked about the like mm. it, it's not exactly a correct question. Like you don't yeah. because divine breaths are not breaths right. in the same way right. that yeah, regular yeah, ones right. are. You don't transfer mm -hmm. those, you actualize quote, them. Act yeah, yeah, activate them. They become kinetic investiture. Right. Yes. And and yes. they do their thing. Yes. Right. Yeah. 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 Yes. But it's like, could you make that kinetic investiture like do something else? That is maybe with if you knew what you were doing. Yeah, clearly. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe you can like use it to create an illusion, like a light weaving. Mm -hmm. But you only have one shot to practice, so and then you die. Yeah. And then you die. Yeah. Probably that's the real reason why there hasn't been a lot of experimentation in this regard. It's like, well, we get one shot. Oh, that didn't work. Oh, well, rip. Okay. Yeah. Whereas oh. they know healing works. Right. Yeah. Seems to be the standard. Cool. And healing is a very natural thing for investor to do. Yeah, that, that's, you know what? That is true. That's true. <laughs> very, very true. Okay. Next question. Yep. Is asking about the terrace. All right. Is the reason why they don't have any allomancy in their population, is that because they have less of preservation than the rest of the Scadrigal population? Brandon, no, I wouldn't say it that way. Good question, but no. Hmm. It, it has always been strange to me, the origin of Farakemi. Um, hmm. And like, how that's different from allomancy. I don't know if I really have any good answers or thoughts but it's an interesting question the interesting um, thing is that the terrorists were immune to the mist sickness right completely they were not affected I didn't and the mists were actually investing people to get allomantic abilities they weren't just awakening latent yes they were adding investiture this is word of brandon we need to find that. I don't remember that at all. So, from the firefight release party from Hero Wannabe, uh, eventually Brandon is talking about talking about how the number of like why weren't there misborn from this mist snappings, and it's because the number was important. And if you added misborn, there would be seventeen. Blah 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 blah. Um, and Brandon goes on to say, like, remember what's going on is these are people. It is snapping intentionally who did not. Like, it's investing them, so it's either awakening a very little remnant in them or taking people who had... They wouldn't have been able to be mistings if the mist had intervened. Making someone a mistborn takes way more power. So it was adding power to make people mistings. I feel like there's another one that say, says this way more explicitly, but that's the first one I found. Yeah, that's a little vague, I would say. I mean, it, it sounds like one of those things where Brandon is, is trying to say something and he, he starts different sentences multiple times. and, and then That's exactly it. what happened, but I feel it's clear. That's very strange to me if it's actually adding investiture, personally. But it makes sense. Does because it? otherwise, what are the chances that exactly 16% of any given population has the genes and capability to be a misting it just is weird because then someone who was already beaten you know i mean they don't they don't need to snap everyone like but the, if the there number, were the number, the number of mistings in a population can be more than one sixteenth 
the the job of the mists is to pick out exactly one sixteenth. Yes, but theoretically, there would be at least one group of people where that percentage would be less than sixteen, and yet it still became sixteen. I don't know. That just seems weird to me because I feel like, like with someone who is already like beaten, I mean, I, I like see. could then the miss add extra stuff and then just make them mistings. Like that's a can of worms, in my opinion. Like that's that's pretty much exactly what this is saying. I mean, I think it's a lot less explicit as you than you think it is. But I I see where you're coming from, and I see why it makes sense to you. I, I don't think it's as clear as you think it is. Okay. Taking people who could not be mistings and making them mistings. Well, they wouldn't have been able to be mistings if the mist hadn't intervened. That's super standard. A Lundik wouldn't be a misting if the mist didn't intervene. That's just saying the power is so latent that you need the mist to snap. You just can't punch someone in the face enough for it to come out. That doesn't mean what it's, it, you're just saying it is. Yeah. There is there is enough room for interpretation there. Uh, that we're going to abandon this whole can of worms and talk about yeah. bugs. If Hoyd encountered a Larkin, would anything happen? Hoyt is aware of Larkin, says Brandon's. <laughs> Great. Um, so he's avoiding them. I'm just going to say he's aware of them. Hmm. Okay, Brent. Thank you. Hoyt engineered the scouring of Amia specifically to destroy <laughs> Larkin so they wouldn't destroy him. Sure. I don't think he Hoyt would have any thing to fear from a Larkin I don't think so either. beyond it yeah. eating his Stormlight. illusions. Yeah, right, right, exactly. Because um, there's a difference between kinetic investiture yeah. and innate yeah. investiture. Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Larkins don't go around eating people's souls, so... Although I would read a fanfic about that. <laughs> Super I mean, hard. that's, that's I don't how you get face clutchers. Right, either. Yeah. Yeah, right. Um... It is interesting if if they can they can eat Spren. but yeah, I don't I don't think he's worried about it. Either. I don't think so. Yeah. It's just Brandon being. Uh, he might be he might be interested in them for you know his own collection, but I don't think he's worried. Oh man, this next one. Oh man. Hey Grace, remember when you said about nitty gritty uh, Skadrian <laughs> stuff? Why don't you read this next one? Okay. As far as hemology, when. You, it's done to somebody, would that create a new resonance? Brandon, it's possible that it could. Though I'm going to say most of the time, no. Lots of things are possible, but I'll give you a mostly no on that one. What about solventism? Is that possible with heme allergy? Yes, it is. Hmm. So mostly no on... Acquiring a resonance through hemolurgy? Right. It's either that or if there would be a new resonance that involves it being hemolurgic. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because yeah. the questioner does say, would that create a new resonance? Sure. Okay. 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 Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because, because sense. Resonance yeah. Just, you're right. It's a mixing of the powers and it doesn't really matter where the power comes from. It's, it is the power 
So, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is it possible it, to become a savant through hemolurgy? Yes, it is. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It, savantism is all about just using the power a lot. Yeah. It, it, part of it's a, the savantism is a little weird to me because it's also like damage to your body. Like it's damage to your body because you're damaging your soul. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah you're right. ripping off a piece of that soul. Right. Yeah. That is yeah. Damaged. Yeah. Yeah. It would be a bit different, like if you spiked a savant, then, like, oh, is that so? I was reading it in the other direction. Like, can you become a savant if you acquire a spike? Is how I was. Oh wow, yeah. This this question's super vague now that I think about <laughs> it. Wow, wow. This question is like, wow. If, what about savantism? Savantism is that possible with hemology? Yes. If you have a hemology spike, yeah, you should totally be able to become a savant. And inquisitors do, yeah. right? Yeah. Like mm -hmm. they totally do. That's why they can see in blue, right? Like they're burning steel all the, or iron all the time. Which I never thought about it, but it now now that I think about it, it reminds me of the of the neo vision from the matrix yeah yeah right oh yeah of course i i bet that's exactly what it looks like except not with green zeros and ones yeah but it's with blue 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 and blue lines yep can you can you cue in eiffel 65 real quick no this video has been flagged due to copyright uh, <laughs> uh, all right next one questioner you know how the whole group goes into shadesmar what would happen if they accidentally eat a bead and leave shadesmar brandon that would not be good for them. Questioner, would they just explode with whatever the object was? Brandon, that's not exactly how it works, fortunately. But I wouldn't recommend ingesting any beads. What would happen? Yeah. What? I hadn't, I hadn't thought about this before, but I'm no. very curious. How? What? what? So, I don't know if I want to know. I <laughs> that's don't... true. That is very true. So, so here, here's my theory. Okay. The bead will not be able to leave Shadesmar. Uh huh. And so, as you go through the perpendicular, oh, okay, it will just stay behind, and it's gonna rip anything coming that if it's in your stomach. Yeah. So, yeah, so, right. So, if, if we go with Brandon's, it's not gonna be good for them. Then it just rips a hole. Yeah. Well, okay. I, I well, think that's it's, not gonna, it's not gonna be able to rip a hole. So like it's gonna hold you back, right? Oh, okay. It's like you have yeah. a, a fish hook. In your stomach. But that doesn't make sense to me because uh -huh. if you are in Shadesmar, you are investiture. And if you need to go back to the physical world, you need to convert that investiture back right. into matter. And so I would have thought that in the process of conversion back into matter, like the bead just. Yeah. Drops. It's not like a doorway you're walking through. You're. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the transporter from Star Trek. You're dematerializing yeah. and rematerializing. You go through the perpendicularity. You turn into matter energy investiture. The bead doesn't, and then on the other side, you are reconstructed. But, but that, but that's not consistent with with what we see in the book, though, because when Dalinar opens Honor's perpendicularity, uh -huh. the Shadesmar crew. They just step out like Kaladin leaps, like he he erupts from the beam of light already in motion, right? Blocking a spear, <laughs> right? Right. 
it's still not a, just a doorway, though. Like, no, it's, yes, no, it's momentum not. is like preserved, but like there was still like the dematerialization, rematerialization thing. But, but it's not what it looks like. <laughs> like maybe, it upsets me as well. Yeah, but it's not what it looks like. It maybe looks it, like a door. Maybe eating the bee has some effect on the object in the physical realm. Like oh. you can go through, but if you ate the Kolinar Palace and you come through, the Kolinar Palace is gone. Or or inside you, know. and then it, and then you explode well, with Kolinar. Brandon's well, explicitly said, "Yeah, right." I'm my thing is, you take the bee through, you're destroying the cognitive aspect. Of the thing is, like, if you take an object. A physical object into the cognitive realm, it doesn't turn into a bee. No. Right. So, like, the bead should turn into the object if you could take it out, which theoretically you should be able to take it out of the cognitive realm. Ah, this is all just like hurting my head with additionally, like, with Spren. What does Spren look like when a shard blade summoned? And, like, all these questions, I'm like, oh. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I think we may need to leave this one on. Yeah, I. <laughs> we we need some advanced realmatics here to to figure this one out. The only the only other thing that I can I can think might be relevant here is uh, how manifestation of souls work in Shadesmark. Sure. Um, specifically towards the end when shallan and adelin and and kaladin were fighting the fused when they were trying to go through the oath gate right when shallan manifests the soul of a wall the bead that was the cognitive aspect of that wall was attached to the wall itself so you had a perfectly right. fine looking wall with a bead in the middle except it well wasn't. it was the wall was a facsimile made of other beads. That bead was just... Nope. No, 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 no. You're thinking when they were... When she was using the souls to, like, shape objects so they can, they can traverse the ocean. Okay. I'm talking about at the end, there was a fused, flying fused, charging her, and she didn't have anything, and she panicked... And she had a bead of a wall in her pocket. And she panics, doesn't know what she does. And then here's a thump, looks up, and there's a wall connected to the bead in her pocket. And then the, because the fused hit themselves oh, okay. on that wall. So this is more like the cold thing it, it, that... It's exactly like that. Yeah, it's manifesting okay. souls. Using yeah. stormlight to make objects form a shape, that's not, it's not manifestation. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Cognitive realm's weird. That's, that's <laughs> all I, like, however Brandon wants it to work, I'm like, okay, Brandon, it's, we're, we're in the <laughs> cognitive realm. All right, cool. What, what does the Everstorm look like in Shadesmar? I don't know. Uh, whatever, whatever Brandon wants it to. Like, it's not, it's not spiritual mumbo jumbo, but it's the next best. Thing. <laughs> it's, it's cognitive mumbo it's jumbo. It's cognitive mumbo yes. jumbo. My favorite mumbo jumbo. Cool. So this next questioner asks: So shard blades are modeled after the honor blades. Are honor blades modeled after something else? Brennan, the honor blades were provided for the heralds. The person doing the providing honor. 
yes. was aware of certain things. So yes, but not really. I can answer a yes, but it's more like a big asterisk. Do you think this is just talking about, hey, we need giant blades to cut through like enormous I things? think this is saying that Honor was an anime fan and just liked huge swords. <laughs> he was aware of certain <laughs> things. But he was aware of anime. He, he went through the void, spent all of his shardic time to just watch pre-shattering anime. I mean, <laughs> space and time don't exist in the spiritual that's realm. That's right, so. that's right. <laughs> so sure, you can watch Bleach in the spiritual <laughs> realm. But like, he designed the blades to have a purpose, right? Yeah. yeah. To like, yeah. Yeah. kill some views, I, I, presumably, right? I, I don't think this is this is saying anything new. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh, let's see if the next question says anything new. Oh, I like this one. Was Roshar equally invested by cultivation and honor originally? Yes, says Brandon. How about now, since he's been dot 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 question mark? Brandon says the investiture is all still there, which makes sense. It's not all accessible. So at this point, I'd say it's a point of disputation. It would be worth arguing either way. I will say at this point, no, it's not equal anymore. But definitions of where the power is and what it counts as is ambiguous. So cultivation has more active investiture? Yeah, I would, I would say yes. Well, <laughs> but she's been very coy. I'm going to leave it at that. There's a lot to parse through on this. I don't know how much we can actually glean from this, but... Well, so... Originally equally invested. Great. Mm -hmm. So we are looking at another situation similar to ruin and, and preservation, right? Mm -hmm. Before the creation of humanity there. Yeah. And then the investiture is all still there. Fantastic. Yep. That makes sense to me. It's not all accessible. Presumably, not all of Honor's investiture is still accessible. Yeah. Right. Is what this is saying. Right, right. Now, reading the last sentence, it also might be that some of Cultivations is also not, not available, right? Um, I whatever. Mean, it would have to not be available because it's in the spread. <laughs> Like, a lot of it is, right? Yeah, like, oh, yeah. like that that's the impression I got. Yeah, like, right? it's bound up in the spread. But with the, how about now, since he's been, you know, dead, right? The investiture mm -hmm. is all still there. It's not all accessible. Like, how did Honor's death, like, what did that do with that investiture? Like, mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I think this is this is all exactly right. The spread um, has to yeah. be the outlet, so it wasn't super yeah. disastrous, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and so, like, if gets splintered, and and all of that investiture, investiture seeks life. Sure. All the chunks turn into spren. Um, yeah, some of it probably goes back to the to the high storms or whatever. Uh, yeah. But that's why it's not accessible. Yes. So if otter. If someone were to take up honor right now, 
they wouldn't have as much free reign as Tanavas did. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Because right. a larger percentage of their power is bound up in the spread. Right. Yeah. It is like yeah. they yeah. could get access to that investiture by killing off the spread. Right. But that's not a super honorable thing to do. Yeah. 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 Totally agree. So what's this meaning of so cultivation has more active investiture? Yes, I would say yes. What? That means like she has more investors she can do stuff with. Oh, like, okay. it's not bound up in other things. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Okay, okay. Like, right. I was reading but this. I, I'm guessing That's the next the... sentence, and then the she's very coy is more just like she's kind of been hoarding it, not really giving it out to people, sort of thing. Maybe or. Yeah. The things she's been doing with it aren't super obvious. Right, yeah. yeah. Probably more likely, yeah. Put them all like in Dawn shards. Doing a pruning of Dalinar. Putting putting her investiture in thorns. Yeah. Okay, so this next questioner basically said that uh, Marsh could be a world hopper because there's nothing about his investiture that would prevent him from going off-world and asked who uh, would be prevented, and Brandon said Kelsier, but he got very close. And then the questioner asked, is there anyone living on Skadriel who that would also apply to? Brandon said, as a default, no. I can't say 100% whether there's nobody, but as a default, that wouldn't prevent people. Not in the same way that you would have trouble getting off-world with a spren bond. Okay. okay. So the fact that humans were created on Skadriel the same, the same way as the world was created doesn't mean that they are super connected to the world to the point where they can't leave. Yeah, yeah. they're still physical beings. Right. Yep. Whereas Kelsier, you know, a yeah. little different when you're a cognitive shadow and then preservations like yo keep around. Yeah. It, there's more to them than just investiture. Right. So like the investiture is like really anchoring themselves them to their bodies rather than the planet. Sort of. I could kind of dig that. Not gonna not gonna address that. Yeah. Dragon thirteen asks in the way of King's epilogue, Hoyd was playing an Enthyr. That instrument looks very similar to the one played by the musician in White Sand. Brandon, yes, they are related. Because they're probably the same. They're probably this probably they're Hoyd. very <laughs> yeah. likely the same instrument. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's obviously the, the the reason the the question is there, right? Yep. Oh man. Oh, it's this one. Oh, oh boy, Ian. Aren't you excited? We're getting so much Skadrial stuff in this one. Yes. What happens to god metals when a shard is splintered? Brandon, god metals are unaffected. Brandon, um, questioner. And Atium Lorasium stayed unaffected when they merged? Brandon, Lorasium and Atium that existed before were unaffected. I mean, this this makes sense to me. Yes, but I don't like that you can't have Larosium or Atium anymore because Laros and Atium are dead. Yes. Uh, can... I'm actually gonna... There's another one about Atium and Larosium uh, from Houston, so I'm gonna go a little out of order here. The question is like, if I were to alloy Atium and Larosium, would I get Harmonium? Brandon, it's different after the shards combined. If I was to take harmonium and separate it out through distillation, would I get lorosium and atium or something inaudible similar? Brandon, no, you would 
it actually has become a different questioner. Can't be split? Brandon. Yeah, I mean, you could find a way, but you're not going to get it through normal mechanical means. Yeah, this, 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 I mean, this, this makes perfect sense to me. Harmonium is, it, it's an element, right? Yes. Right. So, right. You can't distill oxygen into lithium and something else. You could chemically create that reaction, but it's not, it's not a distillation. It's not filtering. It's not, the, not, it's not an alloy. Yeah. It's, and personally, I think it should have been an alloy because, like, yeah, the overemphasization of harmony as a distinct shard, whereas, like, I'm more on the side, like, no, it's just wound prevent, wound and preservation mashed together. Yeah, like, the two shards are still there. The the extent at which they're enmeshing is not clear, and I mean, this definitely makes it think that this definitely implies that it's more enmeshed than. I mean, I'm with you, Ian, but, like, clearly it's enmeshed more, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't agree with that. I mean, Zazed has to contend with two conflicting intents. Like, the two shards are still there. Yes, they are, but Harmony himself is a different entity. Yeah. Like, the mind, the cognitive aspect of all of this comes into play. It is important. It is critical. And Harmony sees himself as Harmony. This... Not as a wielder of the two shards, Ruin and Preservation. And going back, Ian, to the one that's like, there's no more Ati, there, so there's no more Atium. Like, Brandon's saying, like, Lorassium and Atium that existed before were unaffected, so that's good, I guess? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, good. you can't get new Atium. Because Ati is gone. Right, which, which does things. make more sense because like, it, it's different now, right? Well, there's, in my opinion, there's no reason Sazed shouldn't be able to just make Atium when he wants I would to. agree. I would agree with that. Maybe it's... Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, right, yes. And last question from Chicago. You guys see Chicago? It's out there. Uh no, it still still looks like a god ray to me. <laughs> we'll, we'll try again in a moment. Um, Dragon Thirteen again. In the conduit that seems to be powering the Irie Fortress, can that act as a safe passage through the cognitive realm of Cell? Yes. Maybe not the way you're implying, but yes. Ooh, a person probably wouldn't be able to like get in the conduit and like right. So so we're we're talking about that that thick cable right yeah. that yeah. goes from yeah. cells cognitive to outer space. So you would really need something like like an underground, like a metro. God. Welcome to the Shades like, Mars. Like... This episode is sponsored by Shades Mars Subway. <laughs> Subway, that's the word I was looking for. Uh, yeah, so you would need a tube made of, or a tunnel made of investiture to kind of like shield you from the turmoil that is in Cell's cognitive, right? Because the problem is there's a storm there, right? How do you deal with storms? You build a house. <laughs> Ian, do you have thoughts on this one? 
Nothing well, I'm saying here is wrong. No. <laughs> I would say I, the way you deal with storms is you seek shelter. Which I suspect in some cases might be building a house. Sure. But not every case. I suspect with how Brandon has described the cell cognitive realm before, a house is not shelter. <laughs> no, not sufficient. No, not quite. Uh, also, I would not want to particularly start a construction project in a storm, but you know. I, I get your meaning. Well, no, but you start from the outside. So that when you get to the scary bits... Okay, you can, let's... You can let's... Like... <laughs> Moving on! <laughs> to Atlanta now. All right. Atlanta. This first question was asked by Kenzai. Would it make an alamancer sick if they tried to burn pure silver? Brandon. As it stands right now, nothing would happen because they would know if it did. Good question. Silver has some interesting properties, but on Skadriel, they are largely undiscovered. And uh, the only interesting property that we really know is uh, relationship with shades, right? <laughs> Which not super relevant on Skadriel. No, not, no, it really isn't. Well, I mean, there's Kelsier. <laughs> Kelsey, you're not a shade, so... Yeah, but all, what if Spook wanted shade? to shoo him away and he just kind of made a ring of silver around him and then Kelsey would have shut up. Easy. See, I don't know if that would actually work on cognitive shadows. Well, right, yeah, those are different than shades, yes, for sure. Yeah, yeah but you gotta, you gotta test. <laughs> yep. I mean, it is interesting. Maybe, maybe there's other properties of silver, though? It's possible, but they're not part of the metallic arts. No. Did did you enjoy having your hood on, Argent? I did. Cool. I will I will put it again soon. Again. Great. On my head. Next one. Questioner, what does Doomslug eat? Brandon, Doomslug eats mushrooms, among other things. I don't want to say anything more. Uh, and Brandon then continues, that's actually shockingly relevant of a question, so, hmm. <laughs> uh, for your audio-only listeners, uh, Argent has a Doomslug shirt. So, hmm. Hello. Doomslug eats mushrooms. Emma is obsessed with mushrooms. Yeah. Yes. That's... What's... Total coincidence. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a coincidence, does it? <laughs> no. So, this next question is from a Jay of Wu. Oh. That is not present at the moment. No, he's not. Wu. Too busy taking care of his kids. How dare he? Yes. Do the tranquiline halls in damnation? Do the Vorans associate them with the planets that they actually are related to? Brandon, they don't. Did Brandon just confirm that the Tranquiline Halls are ashen? I mean... I confirmed that a while ago. Though. Didn't he? Did he? There's an implicit understanding here. There, yeah. there, there's an implicit... He, he didn't contradict that assumption I mean, in the I question. I think that's a pretty safe assumption. I'm yes. pretty sure that's been confirmed before. I thought it was, but I don't remember. Cool. They don't. Yeah, that's interesting, but not like amazingly um, shattered. Like it's just it's just a world building tidbit, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Next question, no longer by Jay of Wu. No. 
what a Mistborn see the ATM shadow of someone wearing shard plate? Yes, they would be able to. Good question, but they would indeed be able to. I think that's new, right? That's 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 that new. That is new. Yes. And so... not super surprising to me. No, but no. what does shard plate shield, you know, like it shields yeah. pushing and pulling, but like yeah, that wouldn't have to do with like future sight and stuff. So I mean it makes sense, yeah. but the adium isn't actually doing anything to the shard plate. Right. It's just yeah. looking at connection. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sure. But that's still interaction of and based on investiture. Yeah. Like pushing and pulling are not inherently more physical than uh than ATM shadows. I mean, maybe they are. I, I feel like there's a difference from just like looking at I agree. Something in the spiritual realm and like actively doing something against the shard plate. That is probably true. One's physical work, one's not. Yeah. Right? <laughs> You're not doing work in the physics definition with Atium. The question would be whether or not you could soothe or riot somebody in place. That's a good question. Which I, I would say no. Do not think you. And would I would be say no. I would definitely say no. Agreed. If totally if agreed. if a if a tinfoil hat can save you from that, then I think <laughs> that is also that's true. That's a very good point. <laughs> I mean, that is a completely accurate representation of everything. I I you're completely correct. But it, yes, if a tinfoil hat will save you, magical plate uh, made, uh, yeah, yeah, that would, yes, it would protect. And by tinfoil, we mean aluminum. American tinfoil, which is aluminum. Yes. Great. Next question. This next questioner asked, can the storm striders move when a high storm is not passing? Brandon. No. Can is a strong term. They do not. How's that? Sword Brandon uh, on Storm Striders. So we know they're Spren. They are Spren. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Can is a strong term. Thanks, Brandon. <laughs> I, I mean, I get the point he's making. <laughs> he's there. not going. They're not going to do that. Yeah. Does, does this imply that they are technically capable? Yes. yes. Yeah, I think yeah. so, yeah. They just they just don't want to. In their nature, they just wouldn't, right? That's yeah. yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like the Stormfather could do a lot of things, but would he? Yeah, yeah. oh pass. I wonder if the Storm Striders are like Storm Uncles. <laughs> storm Uncles. Or like Storm Storm cousins, right? Storm nieces, storm nephews. The Storm Striders are like the uh annoying family that still just doesn't talk about maybe maybe <laughs> we don't know and she does have annoying family she does talk about next question do you anticipate ever coming back to white sand brandon yes i do anticipate it but no promises if i do come back to it it will not be the novel white sand it would be a sequel to the graphic novels okay good that's good and those sequels should be graphic Yeah, Ian thinks they should be graphic novels. I, I think it makes sense, yeah. I mean, Brandon should not promise any new projects, really. I mean, let's be real. No. No. Yeah. No. Not at all. All right. And now we're on not to... Not until Stormlight's done. And now we're on to Houston, the last formal Skyward 
to our word of Brandon thing. Yes. But so we'll have the Idaho Falls as well. So that we're not done. Cool. Okay. We're so never done. Isakar asks, what does Hoyd think of the ghost bloods and what do they think of him? Brandon, the ghost bloods are intrigued. And Hoyd is unimpressed. I love this. <laughs> this I love so, this yes. one so much. This is one of my favorite words of Brandon. Hoyd's unimpressed. I'm, I am waiting for the Mraze Hoyd conversation where Mraze is trying to show off and Hoyd oh is just so unimpressed with it. Like, uh, you think your collection's wow. impressive. And, and no, I mean, like, he's not even going to engage him in, in this, you think your collection is impressive type of thing. He's just gonna, like, play on the guitar and like yeah like skip Hoyt stones on the joy just uses allomancy and then like oh uh then raise is like what well, i guess and, he knows and, that and but raise is doing the whole anime girl fangirling with the with the waving of the hands and <laughs> no, screaming no but this i just that just puts it into perspective that the ghost bloods seem very powerful, and Hoyd's just like losers. Okay, <laughs> neat. No, it's I I think it's easy to fall into the trap of thinking that Hoyd is this funny, jovial, not caring, just bard that travels the universe. Uh, but he he's genuinely just powerful. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't even know the full extent of all of his powers. We've just and, seen and some of them. Ancient. Like, ancient, ancient. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite scenes in Oathbringer is when he's talking with Shalan, and, and she's like, Are you a herald? I, I don't know why Shalan turned into an old man. I don't know, I don't know why she turned into the Stormfather for a second there, Argent. But... Are That's you an really old man? Um... And 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 there's a there's a brief scene where she looks into his eyes and, and sees the eons pass the and usual. mountains crumble. The usual, yeah. <laughs> the usual. The usual looking into shards, uh, old people <laughs> type thing. Yeah, I mean we get a very similar scene like this in the deleted Emperor's Soul. We do. Yeah, Shai yeah, we totally do. Yeah, you're totally right. Shards look like. Yep. Oh wow, I don't Shards, know. That sort of bites. Yep. Are you? Very true. Cool. Next question comes from Blaine the Train. Is the access to allomancy and ferrochemy granted via hemolurgy heritable? No. Good question, says Brent. Yeah, seems makes sense. But uh, so does it? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, it kind of makes sense, right? That's 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 why it's a good question. But you're changing your soul, right? So, like in spiritual DNA and stuff like that, right? I Brandon it, has it, said that steel inquisitors having children would be interesting. Yeah, that's that's the the question I was so, having. Oh, right. Oh, that's because right. somebody did ask him about inquisitors specifically. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like that was like ages ago. That was though, a right? very so long if, time ago. Yes. Yeah. If your if your spiritual DNA is you know spiritual DNA and you you graft something on top of that, yeah. which is the the metaphor Brandon likes to use a lot, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then when you 
procreate, I guess that graft doesn't fully stick. It's right? not it's not it's not included in the spiritual Yeah. Reproductive material you pass on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. The, the Steel Inquisitor thing could be interesting because even if the new DNA isn't passed on, the process of becoming a Steel Inquisitor damages the original spirit yeah, web. Yeah, like there, you could can pass on that, damage. At that point, they are human. Yeah, he said that too. It's all weird like that. Yeah. I was gonna I was gonna make the comparison to uh well what if you have somebody who has a cybernetic, you know, like an additional arm, right, for example. Yeah, yeah, right. Or something like that. Uh that they that's completely fully integrated with them, they can use it just like their normal arm. That that's not something they pass on to their I mean it's even simpler, children. like an organ transplant, right? Yeah. I wonder how similar it would be to Colos blooded. Yeah, that did kind of like, how did Harmony change the Colossus to breed true? Like, that's a question? He gave them penises. <laughs> and now for Sharkcast After Dark. <laughs> Sax solo, you know. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on! Yes. Garrus whispers. Okay. Yes, yeah, that was, yeah, of course. This next question asked by Paladin Brewer. We know that Hoyd was offered a shard and turned down. Was he offered a specific shard, Brandon? He was. There is one of the shards that he would have... Yeah. Paladin Brewer then asked, Would he have been the 17th person, or did someone take his place? Brandon, no, someone took his place. That's very interesting. So, the way I'm reading this is, he was offered a specific... Hey. Hoy, would you like Odium? And he was like, no, bro. And then this dot, 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 there is one of the shards that he would have. I think Brandon was going to say that there is a shard he would have taken, which in the past, he's either said or indicated that endowment is is like, he'd he'd be down for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so... They don't offer him endowment or any of the shards that he would have been okay with. They offer him one of the the like the, the trash tier shards. Well, he says no. Yeah. And they're like, "Hey, random guy on the street, what's your name?" Raise. Okay, here, take this. <laughs> hey, Bavadin's friend, what do you think? <laughs> Bavadin's friend. Hoyd's ex friend. Hoyd's ex friend. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, did we know when they stopped being friends? Maybe race taking up Odium is what ruined yeah, the friendship. Ruined. <laughs> <laughs> I've always found it interesting ruined. that Endowment is the shard Hoyd is most interested in. Yeah. And the holder of Endowment, Edgley, refers to him as Dearest Zephantrius. Mm. Mm. I what was their relationship like? Yeah, I was I was thinking about that when I when I was reading the epigraphs of Oathbringer. I wonder if that is just the way Endowment speaks. Yeah, <laughs> it's entirely possible. Just like I got overly a, sweet. Yeah, I get a very condescending vibe from the entire letter, so yeah. I read that as not 
well, endearing, but as oh yeah. dear Safandrius, like you're you know you know high voice of endowment. What do you think? Yeah, <laughs> we 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 heard how you think that should be read. Yeah, good. When I when I was when I was reading that letter, it sounded to me like it it had like almost a Victorian vibe. Yeah, a little it. bit. Yeah. I can see what uh, you're saying. So very formal, very strict. So yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely okay with, yeah, they they could have had history, and I think that would have been cool. Yeah, um, I think there was history between all of that. Well, well, yeah, but like, yeah. Thank you. History. History books could be written. The eyebrow wiggle history. Yeah. Right. This next one's interesting to me. Paladin Brewer also asks, in secret history, outside of Fadrex City, Kelsier was in the cognitive and Hoyd was in the physical. Kelsier touched Hoyd and got hurt. How did that happen and was it intentional? And I really meant to reread the scene, but I didn't. I forgot to do that. Because I don't remember. Uh, I, so can, there I can find it quickly. Possibilities. Like, I, I remember the scene. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he definitely gets hurt. Trying to touch Hoy. Like he, he gets zapped. Yeah. Yeah. So there's two possibilities. One, whatever weirdness is going on with Hoyd just naturally does that. Or Hoyd has taken precautions from being affected by entities in the cognitive. That seems possible. I want to take a little different tack with the Dragonsteel Prime sample chapters, which you can read on Brandon's website, which mm -hmm. talked about how. You know, these Zai warriors could hurt the physical by damaging the spiritual. That was on Yolan. And maybe Hoyd has learned to do something like that. Like, he can, like... And that was with punches, by the way. Punches were able to, like, destroy things by, like, hitting their spiritual aspect. I don't know. That That's what it was. <laughs> Spirit punch. Uh, I don't know. Um... <laughs> But like maybe Hoyt just knows how to do like that. Sounds like a party trick. Yeah, <laughs> I can break all these bricks. Um, but like maybe Hoyt just knows how to do that. It's like that's a good way to attack those things. So I don't know. There's a lot of. But that also implies Hoyt was looking into the COVID realm at that moment. Oh, that's true. To know that Kelsier was there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my, I guess that's true. Yeah. My read when I read that scene, and, and still is, by the way, um, was that Hoyd just has protection up. Do you, do you think it also could be something like if someone has enough investiture that if you touch them in the cognitive or something like, like that, then you're just like, oh, that's a lot of power, ow. Maybe? Possibly, and it might also play into the fact that at that point, Kelsier is entirely investiture. Right, yeah. So, yeah, right, like, yeah. Right. Short circuit sort of thing. Yeah. Repels investiture. It, it, like, that. It's the equivalent of when you shake someone's hand and get shocked, like with the static shock thing. Maybe. Maybe. Kind of. I'm trying to think. Something, something is nudging my brain. Have we seen a scene where somebody touches a lot of investiture in the cognitive? Like, have we seen so. investiture interfering or interacting with investiture in there? There's Kaladin looking at the orb. 
but that's not the same. I don't know. Kind of weird. More Cognitive Realm Mumbo Jumbo. I think that's <laughs> going to be the episode title. Cognitive Realm Mumbo Jumbo. I'm sure. Easy. Yeah. Works for me. Great. Okay. So another question from Paladin Brewer. I like this. If a person had the power of a Mistborn and other powers like Surges, could they use Duralumin to power the Surges? Brandon, this is possible. Don't know how that would work, but oh. I mean, cool. It interacts yeah, let's, with things. Let's, let's go over that, right? So when you burn Duralumin, mm -hmm. what's happening is, so you're burning Duralumin, you're opening a gate, so to speak, in yourself. The power of preservation flows through, and the effect you get is that the the if you are burning other metals as well. So if that power mixes with another power, you, you're kind of diverting a river, right? The second power gets the extra juice. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. <sighs> kind of. Yes. Because you're also burning all of that in the same moment, right? right. Yeah. Are... It's more facilitating the use of all the other metals, all the reserves at once. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like not, compressing the investiture into one moment. Sure, I was going to say, you, you are turning the, any other gate, quote-unquote, large. And so you get all of that oh, zap sure. at the same time. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, so let's say if you are using that with something like... Lashing. <laughs> yeah, uh, I... I I was I was gonna try to find a different example because lashing is kind of instantaneous, right? You Maybe lash something just make and it's a done. giant lash with all your stormlight. I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I like it's, you're gonna use up all like, of your stormlight like that. I think regrowth probably sounds the most useful. Ooh. You can get some pretty powerful healing from that. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like I divine. Think I can see that. Probably. Yeah, probably. I can see that. Depending on how much stormlight you have on hand. The lift was kind of at that level already. Like, mm -hmm. when she healed Gox. Like, he was, he was dying. I mean, Stormlight, they have much more easy access to healing than yeah. in Nalthus, right? Yeah. Just like, the, also, the amount of power they have on, yeah. on Roshar yeah. is just... There's also a difference dumb. between, like, a fresh wound yeah. and Suzerod getting his tongue cut off. Yeah, okay. like I'm, I'm imagining Renarin couldn't heal Risen's back injury, and paralysis. Right. Uh, well, we know, we know he couldn't. He yeah. tried. So I'm saying, like, perhaps. Oh, oh. If he had Duralumin. Right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, then there's like perception coming into the hold. So yeah, there's all sorts Maybe. of weirdness. Yeah. Cool. Interesting. Yeah. Paladin cool. Brewer. Yeah, I've seen him on the forums. I've, yeah, yeah, we've we've talked about his questions before. Yeah, cool. Good name too. Mm -hmm. it has paladin. It has brew. <laughs> then the next question is a question Eric is very angry about. I am. That's true. Is the lake where the AVR get their powers from survival's perpendicularity? <laughs> no. <laughs> this I. <sighs> I, just imagine Sorry. Darth Vader saying, no! <laughs> okay. I mean, you can do an edit. Well, copyright. Um, 
So, I think it's fine under three well, seconds. I think it would be fine, but you know. Uh, anyway, let's just have a quick rant, guys. Quick rant. Survival, survival is, not, is not a shard. Is not a shard. It. I coined this the survival shard because in one of my books, me there there is a shard who wants to hide and survive. What am I supposed to call that? I guess the survival shard. That seems fine. You could have called it the hiding shard. That would have been more yeah, that, is, that is true. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> the survival is not a shard. That is not even related to that shard's intent. Like only ants. Tangentially. tangentially yes. You could you could argue that all of the intents are tangentially related to survival, because all of the shards want to survive. Yeah. Except Ambition, who's just like, yeah, fight me. Uh, don't don't shake your head at me, young man. Oh. I'm gonna shake my head. Deal with it. So, uh, so just just to be clear, the lake on uh, Pashi is uh, an autonomy thing. Mm-hmm. And yes. also, there's no survival perpendicularity. That's not a thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, also the AVR don't get their power from the lake. Right. Also, yeah. they get it from the birds. Else. So that the fruit of the trees that grow next to it. But anyway, this this is one of my my rants. Survival is not a shard. Don't capitalize the word intent when you're talking about a shard intent. Okay. Although that's that's not in the question. But yeah, I know, I know, I know it's not. But just don't while we're at it, maybe I should make yeah, like an also, angry YouTube video. Yeah. Also, don't don't put like socks and sandals. <laughs> Great. Next question. If I, if I can pitch in. Next question. This questioner asked, is it possible for a returned with sufficient knowledge to sacrifice themselves to mend the Oath Pact? Brandon. Mm. No, not without work. It just wouldn't work naturally that way. So no. I mean, technically any investiture, with that amount of investiture, there's like a chance they could do something like what you want to do. But I'm going to say kind of would be no. Interesting. That so I mean, interesting. So to me, it is obvious that a return would not be able to mend the oath pact. Right. But the implication that, that Brandon is talking about here is that you can use the the kind of activation of a divine breath for any effect. Yeah. And if you scale that up with more investiture, yeah, maybe. Like once once you open the door to you can do literally anything as long as you have inv- enough investiture, enough divine breaths, so to speak. Well, the so thing that does that mean is my question that the oath pact can be mended with just an infusion of investiture and and some intent command whatever. Uh, yes. Yeah, with the right intent, yes. I feel like you, and also, like, the right person to, like, fit, a, you know, like, a herald in there, you know, whatever function that yeah. is. But, yeah, ultimately, probably just a lot of power, but, you know. Yeah. The interesting thing I'm seeing here is that there's the implication that the amount of power in a divine breath would be enough to do something. I mean, it is a splinter of a shard, and it's like, that's not nothing. Yeah, but like, 
I don't. I just I felt like relatively, like it's, it's much smaller than a shard. Right. Yeah. 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 That like yeah, it's a lot of investiture, but like not on the scale you would need. Yeah. But this, because it's like with that amount of investiture, referring. Yeah, it's a little vague. Kind of interesting. A lot of return questions. How do things just match up this way? It's so bizarre. Uh, I think we are reading this differently, Ian. Oh yeah, you too okay. totally are. Yeah. Yeah, so you're you're looking at the sentence that says, so no, I I I mean technically any investiture dot 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 with that amount of yeah. investiture, there's a chance you can you can have it do something like that. My my read of this is with any investiture thought ends. With that amount of investiture, where where that is an indication of, well, we're now talking about a vast amount. And yeah. I think you're reading that as that as that in in a divine breath yeah the thing is he doesn't talk about a vast amount of investiture yeah. previous to this point no, like the only is. amount of investiture discussed is the divine breath yeah yeah you're right you're right <laughs> yeah you're right this time. i often am <laughs> this next these these last two talk about writing but uh I think they're a little cool. Uh, so this question asked about uh, the way Legion ended. And Brandon said that he he didn't know that that's how it would end when he started. And it was more discovery written ending. And Brandon said that that ending was perhaps one of the oddest things I've done. And uh, some people didn't particularly like that ending. Uh, Those people are wrong. Yeah. I, Those people are me and David. And like half of me, half of doesn't you. make you any less wrong. Can can we distill these two halves of Ian using mechanical processes? <laughs> no, because I am a single person. Let's let's. I am not a chimera. In, in a in a distillery. Yeah. Will he make a good brew for paladins to drink? <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, it's Paladin Brewer, so the Paladin oh, oh, sorry, is sorry, brewing sorry, sorry, the... sorry, he is brewing it. All right, let, let, let's, let's do this last one here. If any Paladins are listening to this, can you brew... Ian. Ian. <laughs> okay, let's move on. <laughs> so any ideas we will get the sequel to Warbreaker? No. <laughs> Basically. No idea when it's going to happen. Um... My goal right now is to get Stormlight 5 out, right, and then alternate Mistborn, Elantris, Mistborn, Elantris, Mistborn. We're break goal. I'll have to wait and see how that plays out. I do intend to get to it, but it's entirely possible that this won't be something I do until after Stormlight. Right, Elantris was a trilogy now, not a... It's yeah. always been a trilogy. It has always been a trilogy. He's just right. more they talked about that. Now, this is interesting, by the way. This is interesting because last we heard... Brandon said he needs to do the Elantra sequels before Miss Fornarathon. So it might just be he has to get them done before third book of Era 3. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Or or I just wouldn't read too much into I don't know. You know, interesting plans 15 years down the line. Well, yeah. But like if there are some things in the Cosmere, like I was thinking that there was something important in the Elantra sequels that would matter for Era 3. I'm like, well, how? I don't know how that yeah. would be the case. And so this is just 
interesting to think about that that that's a little different now. Cool. Well, holy crap. I thought that this one would not be very interesting, but we talked a lot. I don't know if it was interesting. You can talk <laughs> down in our comments below. We are going to have one more episode on a not technically a Skyward tour, but one more Words of Brandon episode where he did a holiday signing in Idaho Falls, as usual. And uh, that one does have some cool stuff. And after that, huh? unless there is a surprise signing yes. in January, we might. after that, we're done for a little bit. We're going to have to actually plan a podcast. <laughs> that's not just reading quotes we have been recording words of brandon for a month and a half to be fair by the time this one airs the hemallergy podcast will have already been uh posted but we're recording uh, that tomorrow that is- so we haven't done that yet so you know what time it is guys it's time for who's that cosmere character and steel dancer has made a jingle for us. And it is quite great. And so you will get to hear that now. This character is from Roshar. Menace. Yeah, Tom. Braze. Void in drag on a horse. <laughs> it's time for Who's That Cosmere Character? Call. All right. Grace, take us in. Alright, so, listeners, you know how the game is played. You send in an email with five clues that apply to a character. I read each clue aloud, and after each clue, our contestants have a chance to guess a Cosmere character. And we see who can guess who's that Cosmere character. I'm really excited to see how robot race will be for this. I'm very excited. Was I robot for that? Uh, only slightly. No. Only slightly. A little bit in the beginning, yeah. yeah. That's right. This one was sent in by Colin. The first clue is, this character is a bit of a flirt. Blushweaver. It is not Blushweaver. Adolin. It is not Adolin. Sabariel. It is not Sabariel. That's a good guess. Also, Blushweaver is not a bit of a flirt. She is a full-on flirt. So, my, my rationale was... I knew Eric was going to guess Adolin because I tapped Fortune. Ah, and yes. Adolin is... He has a reputation of being a flirt, but he's not actually a flirt. So I figured I would go the other direction. He's and kind of a flirt. He's a flirt. He has a reputation as a player, but he's not actually a player. We've, we've seen him. He's a he, he, doesn't, he doesn't encourage anything. He doesn't do any of that. He's a flirt. But but I figure we take the average of our two guesses. We're still wrong, but combined we have we have narrowed it down on a bit of a flirt. Cool. What's the next clue? <laughs> the next clue is this character likes to pull little scams. Wait, what? Say that again. This character Yalb. likes to pull little scams. What did you say? Yalb. Yes, it is Yalb. Good guess. He's, I think this is like the third time we've had Yalb on this show. Maybe. Yalb is a very memorable character. Uh, Who's dead? The next one is, this character likes the ocean. Yeah. This character's fate is left ambiguous. <laughs> and this character is Thalen. I thought you, were, you said 
this character's face is amb- is left ambiguous. I'm like, how do you leave a face ambiguous? You just have one of those evil uh, Sith Lord hoods. This is faces oh, in baby. shadow. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, you know, Dalinar, Evie's face was ambiguous until he got his back. Yeah, yeah, ambiguous face. This next one was sent in by I'm in the details. Ooh. He's inside the devil. Ian? <laughs> I am not the devil. No, but you you are in the details. I am the details. Yeah, so he's in I you. I am not in them. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You're the details, in he's in you. Look, what, what you and the devil do in your spare time is not our business. We don't. I don't know how the devil got involved in this. The devil is in the details is a very common oh, saying. Sorry, I was too busy making my joke to pay attention to <laughs> Evgeny's. <laughs> All right. Joke, first... Jokes interfere with jokes. Yes, that's how it works. The Just first like clue the is this character is a foil to a protagonist. Wayne. Wayne. It is not Wayne. I guess said it first, but it doesn't matter. Okay, well, you were wrong first. <laughs> Adolin. It is not Adolin. Okay. Clue two. This character is a planner. Steris? It is not Steris. It's a good guess. No, it's just a good guess. guess to a main character, right? A main character. To a protagonist is what it said. To a protagonist. Okay. All right. Navani? It is not Navani. I really like that one. Melon. It is not Milan. I thought you said Melon as in like the like word Gandalf uses melon? to open the doors to Mario. <laughs> Welcome to the Lord of the Rings cast. <laughs> How is that relevant? Edro! Edro! Clue three. This character has no magical abilities. Theopolis. It is not Theopolis. I don't know. He's sort of a planner and needs a foil for silence. Also doesn't have powers. Reen? What did you say? Reen? Reen, yeah. It is not Reen. I was grasping at straws. I don't know. Give me another clue. Okay, next clue. This character is from Skadriel. Oh, that totally ruins my guess. What was gonna I be? was going to get Sereni. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The foil doesn't have powers. Oh, oh, Dachshund. Yes, it is Dachshund. Oh, yeah, God. Um, all right, oh, right. Easy. he doesn't have powers. Easy, easy. Sorry, that was. I should have gotten Dachshund way earlier. Holy crap! No, in in my head, I thought about Dachshund, and I just assumed he was a misting and moved no, on. No, no, he's not a misting. <laughs> no, I I know, I know that. <laughs> yeah, like, he's part of Kelsey's crew, therefore he must be a misting. Ah, his his misting ability is planning. And I, yeah, it pretty much. <laughs> he, he burns notebooks. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yep. All right, guys. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Follow us on 70chart.com. Go to wob.coppermine.net for all your words of Brandon needs. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, 
SoundCloud, YouTube, and leave us a review on iTunes, and we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh. Oh, my God. Now, how long was that? Two hours. Oh, God.